Welcome to the Essentially M Show. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I am not a self-made millionaire yet, (laughs) an expert in anything, or an overnight success. I'm just a regular girl passionate about real, meaningful, and inspiring conversations around mindset, positivity, and fearlessly chasing your dreams without apology or self-doubt. If you're into this type of conversation too, then you're in the right place, my friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of the Essentially M Show, the pilot, if you will. I am so excited to be here um, creating a podcast and starting deep and meaningful and inspiring conversations has been something that I've been longing to do for a very long time. Um... Only in the past few months have I thought of making it into podcast form, but I've always known that I've wanted to spark and have these conversations with people. And so when I came um, to the conclusion that I, I do really want to start a podcast, I of course first went into research mode and Googling what goes into it and how to even do it and got totally overwhelmed with how much I do not know about starting a podcast. But rather than staying stuck in my fear and not knowing uh, all the things I need to know and not knowing if I'm going to be good at it, if I'm going to hate how my voice sounds on tape, if anyone's going to listen, if I'm going to have the tech skills to pull it off, I decided to just go for it and just So I did, of course, a, a little bit of research in the beginning just to look up, you know, what's the best software to use? What's the best microphone to have? What's the program I need to use to record and edit the podcast on? And then I said, Emily, don't get stuck in this research mode and don't get paralyzed by fear um, or thinking you don't have the tech skills or you're not going to be able to pull it off. Don't do this to yourself like you have done so many times before. Just try to start. And so I think it was last week, I just went on YouTube and I had decided on one program that I was going to use for my recording. I decided I'm going to use the microphone I have right now, even though this isn't the very best quality and it's not the one most recommended. But once I get going, I can upgrade later and I can make improvements as I go. And hopefully this podcast will still be going you know, a few episodes from now and you might notice a quality difference and I might have a better microphone or I might have better skills, but I cannot improve if I don't just start at some point. So that is what I wanted to talk about today. I thought that would be a good theme for the first episode is how to just begin and take imperfect action and be willing to suck a little at first if you're going to try something new. And... I was thinking of starting the very first episode by sharing my personal story, but I think I will save that for next week. So tune in next week to hear all about my personal story and journey. The reason I'm not sharing this week is because a lot of you have recently purchased my short story where I wrote all about my journey and my story, and that is just now starting to trickle into your hands. And so I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't read it yet. I want you to read Read the story as I've wrote it for you in in the women's sharing book and we can reflect on it after you've all read it and for those of you who don't have a copy of it, no worries. I will fill you in on my own story next week. Anyway, 
So back to the idea of just starting instead of getting stuck in planning mode, in perfectionism, which by the way is a form of fear or I am not enough, and getting stuck in inaction when it comes to doing something you really want to do or something that will for sure drive your career or your goals forward, but you don't feel ready. You will never feel 100% ready unless you've done the thing before. So if something is new, of course you're not going to feel ready because you don't have evidence that you can do it well because you've never done it before. But are you willing to take imperfect action towards your dream? And are you humble enough, as Rachel Hollis says, you'll hear me quote, I'm just going to give you a heads up, you'll hear me quote a lot of Rachel Hollis, a lot of um, Tiffany Peterson, Oprah Winfrey, probably... Brendan Bouchard, a lot of my mentors, um, Catherine Zinkina, Manifestation Babe, Tony Robbins. I'm just going to give you a heads up right now that a lot of my content is stuff I've learned from them and different podcasts and books and things that I've read. And I'm just kind of putting it into my own words and sharing it with you guys. But anyway, I'm going to actually quote Rachel. Um, Actually, this is not a direct quote, but I was just listening to Girl Stop Apologizing, her latest book. And she said, are you humble enough to suck until you get better? Like, are you humble enough to put yourself out there and be willing to suck at something when you're trying it for for the first time? So maybe you've just joined a gym and you have no clue how to use any of the equipment. So you stop yourself from even going. Well, why don't you just be humble and be willing to get over yourself and go to the gym and not know how to use any of the equipment and ask someone for help or watch other people or learn as you go. Are you willing to do that in order to get what you want? And she also says, so this is a direct quote in her book, sis, don't be afraid of failure. Be afraid of never achieving anything at all because you were too afraid of what others might think of you for trying. So how many of you, I want to hear from you in the comments um, or, you know, just ask yourself, have you ever stopped yourself from trying something new just for fear of what other people would think of you or just for fear of failing publicly? This is something that has probably stopped most of us at one point or another. So I have a few examples for you. Example one. You want to write a book, so you research how to get a publisher or the likelihood of your success, which, by the way, is really, really poor. (laughs) As an aspiring writer myself, I have looked into it, but then decided not to get stuck in research mode or what's the likelihood of my success mode, and instead just start because I know it's always something I was meant to do. But anyway, you can get stuck in looking all this stuff up, how to get a literary agent or how to self-publish a book, etc. But none of that actually moves you towards getting your story written down or your book written down. You have to just start writing. And this is something I just started doing this year. I'm 27 years old and I've been saying since I was like 14 years old that I'm going to write a book someday about my life. And why I did not start earlier is because I don't know, I guess I was just paralyzed by fear of not knowing enough, not knowing enough about the industry. Do I have to have some sort of education first to actually be an author? I don't know. 
um, I don't really have the time. And these that's, of course, just a, an excuse. But I told myself, I'm going to have a job someday where I am my own boss. And then, then I'll have time to write my book and sit down and work on my story. And it was always someday, someday. And then I realized, dude, <laughs> you have to just start writing if you're going to call yourself a writer or even an aspiring writer. So I'm proud to say that I am four chapters into my book. It is a book about my personal story and journey. It is super rough. I'm sure the whole entire thing will change like a billion more times before I ever publish it. But the point is I started and I put pen to paper or rather hands to keyboard and I just started writing and it started flowing. Now I need to work on writing consistently and work on getting like a chapter a week or even a chapter a month or something consistent. But anyway, that's one example. Example two, you joined a direct sales company, but you're terrified to actually host your first event. So you're going, oh, maybe I'll get my upline to do another party for me. Or maybe I'll just attend one more party and watch how they do it. Or maybe I'll just post some things online first and check around and feel it out and see who's interested in my product. (laughs) If you've done that, let me ask you, has that ever resulted in you actually feeling more prepared or getting better in any way at selling or actually selling any product? Probably not. So you do not want to get stuck there, right? I um, was in an MLM company. I was a doTERRA wellness advocate not too long ago at all. The only reason I left is because I realized my passion for personal development and conversations like this and writing and speaking is really what's been on my heart the whole entire time. And so I wanted the goal of um, the rank of attaining the top rank in doTERRA. I wanted that for kind of the wrong reasons. I wanted it to have time freedom to pursue these dreams that I'm now just going straight for and realizing that I don't need another platform to get me there and I probably won't have the time freedom I'm seeking to write my book and to do speaking and all the things. If I were a top rank leader, I would be super busy with doTERRA stuff and leading a huge team and going to conferences and conference calls and I love it. I really do and I love the oils, but just I realize my passion for this stuff is even bigger and my mission is a little bit different than just getting oils into everybody's hands. Although I cannot say that I regret any of my journey with doTERRA because it is because of doTERRA that I grew so much as a person and that I even discovered the world of personal growth and and development. And so I cannot regret anything. But anyway, early in my doTERRA journey, I was super nervous to teach my first oil class. You teach a class about oils, you tell everyone about the top 10 oils, you tell everyone about the company and your experience with the oils, and hopefully somebody will want to buy an oil kit. And what I did was um, got my upline to teach my first couple of classes for me, and then she put me on the spot and asked me to talk about why I love the company. And it was terrifying and I was awkward, and I was stuttering, and I was like flushed and nervous, and guys, I sucked. I sucked, but I did it anyway, and then I taught my own class, and I also sucked, 
I was awkward. I was over the top. There was video presentations and like a full spread of snacks and wine and way too much. I only had two people at my first class. And I'm sure that it was so awkward and so bad. But had I not done that, I wouldn't have been able to do the next slightly less sucky class. And then the next slightly slightly less sucky class. And then a decent class. And then another decent class. And then a good class. So you have to be able to do, you have to be willing to take imperfect action. Even if you don't feel 100% ready, guess what? You're probably not going to until you actually gain real world experience. So my question again is, are you willing to just start, let go of perfectionism, let go of planning and prepping and just start whatever your, your dream is to start? Another thing that could hold you back is maybe you have a career goal, but you don't feel like you're educated enough. So education is a big one for a lot of people. Either they don't think they're educated enough to do what they want to do, and sometimes you actually do need certification. You need a college diploma or a university degree in order to do certain things. But then even with school, you put off applying and actually going and enrolling for school. You tell yourself, oh, I missed the deadline to apply and I'm not sure where my transcripts are. Um, I don't know if I can find my old grades, so I'll probably just apply on the next, you know, intake. Or I don't have my finances together right now. It's not good timing. Maybe when I have a bunch of money to spend, then I can go back to school when the timing's right or when the kids are older or when I have more time or when, when, when. Guys, does the right timing ever come along? I don't really think so. I think the right timing is now. The past is gone. You can't get it back. The future is not guaranteed. So all we have is right now. All we have is right now. So... There's an old Chinese proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, 20 years ago. The second best time is now. And I think that applies to everything we're talking about here. The best time for you to go back to school and get that certification you need so that you can be a teacher or a holistic nutritionist, or a personal trainer, or whatever it is that you've always wanted to do, the best time to do that would have been years ago. But guess what? The second best time is right now. Do it right now. Don't wait for the perfect timing. Don't wait until you think you know more, or you're more prepared, because you have to just be willing to go, and learn as you go, and learn as you grow. So I hope that makes sense. Again, my podcast is another living example of this. I honestly decided to stop the big research binge that I was going on (laughs) into how to start a podcast. What's the best equipment? What's the best um, recording program to use? And then I just picked one. I just picked one. I decided to use the mic I had. I picked um, GarageBand simply because I have a Mac and I thought 
that would be the easiest. And then I went on YouTube and I watched video tutorials on how to record an intro and outro and episode content for your podcast and how to put music to it. And I'm sure I will listen back on this very first episode later when I'm like 50 episodes in and I will laugh my head off at how crappy this sounds. But right now, I'm taking my first step that I need to take. And I'm actually pretty proud that I was able to self, you know, learn myself. I didn't have to hire anyone like I thought I might have to to help me with the tech side of things, which is quite expensive. Um, And I just, in one evening, went on YouTube, learned how to do it, and then started doing it. And here we are today. So I hope this all makes sense to you guys. And I hope it inspired you in some way because that is the whole point of this podcast. Uh, Make sure you tune in next week as I share about my personal story and journey and what's led me here and some of the things I've been through in my life that have shaped me and taught me so many lessons and I'm still learning lessons all the time. And I want to share those with you as I go so we can all grow together and learn from each other. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved today's episode, please leave me a review on iTunes or screenshot this episode and share it on your social media and tag me at EssentiallyM, EssentiallyEMM to let me know your thoughts or send it to a friend who needs to hear this message today and keep the love going. Connect with me on Instagram if we aren't friends on there yet, at EssentiallyM. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.